Hey, hello, and welcome to the show. In this podcast, we put the spotlights in the fantastic King's College London community and the amazing work being done all across our institution. Our guests are academics, staff and students here at KCL and from our partners all across the collective industries we're collaborating with. That's right. Our guests are you. This is the King's Court with your host, David Sylvester. Let's do this. Roll credits. It's 2021. Can you believe it? Oh my goodness. Finally, the new year is here and there is nothing to fear apart from probably loads of things. But that's besides the point. It's TKC time. Let's do this. (sighs) How good does it feel to be in another year, right? Oh man, I'm so happy that 2020 is gone. Now, uh, the start of my year happened, waking up in bed in perennial agony where I could barely walk and my leg uh, slash glutes were in a lot of pain. And I knew there was some kind of a problem going on. And I happened to uh, book an appointment with my GP and uh, speak to a paramedic and then a physiotherapist. Turned out I've got a very sprained hamstring muscle. And uh, turns out it's also the same injury that one Henry Cavill has. So you can put that on the long list of things we have in common, like incredible physiques. I digress. I'm very happy that it's the new year. Let's uh, start as we mean to go on. By that means, uh, continue with the pandemic, I guess. But irrespective of that, we're bringing nothing but good vibes and powerful energy with TKC. So, happy new year, everyone. On with the show. And I'm very, very happy to say that we have a most welcome guest for TKC today. Now, she's been at KCL since 2018. She is an audio-visual supervisor within King's College, but also much, much more. She has studied sound art and provides sound design for film, television, and digital media. She's also engaged with new experimental approaches of sound within the performance and art practices of art gallery installations. She holds a degree in sound design achieved at the European Institute of Design in Rome and a master's degree in sound arts gained at the London College of Communication. She is the singer and synth player of the avant pop musical project called Shirley Said and also the mastermind behind a new project called Dadio. Now, without further ado, it is with exuberant joy that we get to welcome to the show Julia Scarantino. Welcome to the court, Julia. Thank you. Thank you very much for inviting me. Um, I'm really flattered. <laughs> well, it's fantastic to have you on board, and both myself and GA have been very excited for this particular episode. So, without further ado, let me start with a very cliched question of how are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. I mean, considering all, I think. You know, um, I'm coping quite well, hmm. and it's everybody like trying finding new ways to 
spend lockdowns and this, you know, limited day-to-day -day life in some interesting ways, if I can. Mm, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> now, if you don't mind, I, I would like to know a little more about your role at KCL. So if you, if, you, if you could, could you describe what an average day slash week is like for an audio visual supervisor, please? Well, yeah, we have a, a very small team in Bush House and we look after the teaching spaces uh, around the campus and uh, lecture theatres and the auditorium and we support students and teachers to run their classes in a normal environment, even if now everything is a little bit changed because of the COVID situation. Mm. But um, usually this is what, what we do. And as a supervisor, I try to coordinate these things, working with my team and trying the best to uh, support teachers and students using the AV in the rooms and the technology. Mm. Yeah, which is quite a, you know, a gratifying job. And, you know, I've been working as an AV technician for many years for the education sector. And mm. I think uh, it's very interesting to see how, you know, how many technicians and people I work with are engaged also with some arts, music and creating stuff behind the scenes. Mm. So... It's a good place to be. I think so. And uh, we're going to get to that in a little bit as well. And uh, I would like to know, even though I'm sure I have a vague idea, what, what made you move into the field of audiovisual as a whole? <laughs> well, before starting to work as a technician, after my MA, I started to work as a freelancer, for, as a sound designer freelancer for... Uh, mainly for advertising to start with, mm. uh, because I've always been attracted by the idea of, you know, writing music and sounds against picture or moving pictures. So, yeah, the, the, this is where it started. But um, if I go like further <laughs> in the past, I guess um, music is the main engine <laughs> mm. that brought me up to today. I totally feel that. I do. And uh, I share your sentiments implicitly, which leads us to the next uh, segment of the show, which is something we like to call up close and personal. <laughs> now you're a musician. And I have to say, first of all, this is literally music to my ears. So I have a few questions about this. And the first one was, uh, how long have you been playing for? Well, I, I started studying classical piano when I was about six years old. Okay. But my first band is called Shirley Said, um, back in Italy. I think we started playing when I was about 17 years old. Nice. Yeah, so quite a long time ago. <laughs> I know the feeling. And uh, what are your musical instruments of choice? Well, yeah, piano obviously is my main. It's been my main instrument for a long time, and then I started during my adolescence listening to electronic music as well. So I bought my first synthesizer <laughs> and started doing also some programming, nice. uh, you know, using Ableton or other softwares that were available at the time and still used now actually a lot. Uh, but lately, um, I start playing guitar as well, mm. and 
bass guitar too and um just got delivered a mandolin today <laughs> which yeah i never played before but th that's a long story i can tell you some sometime well i guess we'll get you on for episode two part two for that particular story <laughs> i look forward to it and the classic question uh who are some of your musical inspirations that's a difficult question because there is so many. Uh, I mean, what I can tell what I'm listening to uh, lately is definitely like Kate LeBon, mm. um, Andy Schauf, Fox Warren, and Surprise Chef is the last album I bought, which is called All News is Good News. So it's a bit combination of, I guess, folk and jazz are, yeah, the things that I'm listening to to uh, most right now and really having a big influence on my writing actually yeah nice and and what about your formative years who inspired you at least to follow music and pursue it when you were much younger <laughs> well my my brother was a musician um he's older than me and you know i was i was a kid and i had a band um was playing guitar and my second older brother also used to play sax and he was very much into free jazz mm -hmm. and my dad also i think had an impact on my music journey you know made me listen to a lot of italian music like mina but also i guess the classical background i had um, still have a real impact on what, what I'm doing. The romantics one like Chopin, uh, Liszt and Satie. Mm. So there, there is a lot of uh, music coming from different directions. <laughs> I think that's always the best way. The, the more influences you have, the more it enriches your own sound as a whole, I find. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I guess so. And uh, an interesting question, which uh, has can have a multitude of answers to it, but what does making music mean to you that's a good question um first of all it's an urgency and a necessity something i cannot do without hmm. even like in the most difficult times where you know we got frustrated a little bit because we have this idea that we have to make it somehow uh i feel like i cannot live without i feel you it's also a habit, something that I ha have to do every day to feel good. I'm with you 100%. Yeah. In the ideal world, uh, I like to think about it as something I can use to make a contribution somehow, hmm. you know, and that, that has a lot to do with, you know, having feedback from other people around and, and see how they feel about my music and if they enjoy it that that's really important too i'm not gonna deny it <laughs> yeah I, I feel that i mean you know we start uh, let's speak for myself here we start making music just to satiate our own soul but then it's kind of impossible not to be intrigued and interested in how the music we make affects other people like whether they like it or not what kind of images it conjures in their minds. These these are things that legitimately fascinate me. And yeah, I just, I vibe so much of what you're saying because I, I feel like 
the the art I create, the music I make, is an extension of myself and my soul. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I'm I'm with you 100 percent now. I, I've spoken to people about music I've made, and and they've had images that I've never even considered, and you know, it's vice versa. It's funny when you speak to someone and people just can either uh, correlate an image in their mind or just associate the song with a feeling. And that to me is such a timeless and can be a unifying sensation. Uh, So the next question I have, which is probably going to be a bit depressing now, uh, given what the world's like, but uh, do you like to gig? And have you gigged much recently? <laughs> I've not gigged much recently uh, because, you know, I only started the the Dio project uh, very recently mm. and I haven't done any gig yet. Um, but I've been gigging a lot with my, with my band. And, yeah, I have to say I really miss that. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing like it. Yeah, if I think about doing that in the future, I feel very nervous, like, you know, like it would be the first time again, Mm. which is exciting, but at the same time, yeah, (laughs) I feel a bit anxious about, but um, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, it's it's a wonderful nervous energy. I I totally know what you mean. And it's just you, right? So am I right in thinking this this would be your first time doing it by yourself? Yes. Yeah, so the the album I'm writing it's yeah, I, I'm doing it on my own and I pull in some musicians I know, uh, to do some recording sessions, mm-hmm. uh drums and some arrangements, trumpet. But I would love to have a band uh, when I would be playing live. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I try not to think too much about it right now. I'm trying to focus on keep writing and closing the album. Yeah. And yeah. I'm working on a debut album with my band Feed the Wolves right now as well. So I, I, oh, I wow. dig what you're saying entirely. <laughs> and as kind of as a rule of thumb, I generally prefer to play with as many people as I can live because it just enhances the feeling and the experience all around, I find. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I guess the songs I I wrote uh, really needs that uh, organic, um, mm. real feeling that is not just guitar and voice or I don't really want to use too much electronic and sequencer stuff on stage, really. Yeah, you want to do the music justice that you had in mind when you've created it, right? Yes, and, yeah. Yeah, and there's just something so palpable about playing of other people and i mean i've done a lot of music nights with the school of law faculty Mm -hmm. and i improvise every time i play but i always like to play with a bunch of people because to me it's just there's just this chemistry and a feeling you get so you know whenever the the do do play i'd like to be there and hell maybe i'd even be in the backing band who knows it's it's intriguing though (laughs) And as you alluded to before, and I'd like to uh, get into now, both GA and myself are musicians as a multi-instrumentalist, and you are as well. And you mentioned that you like working with uh, people, and I I know a couple of people from the AV department who are musicians. And yeah, so my question really is, what do you think causes this occurrence of so many creatives <laughs> slash musicians to end up in the same vicinity? And are there any of these projects or people you'd like to mention now? Oh yeah, of course. Like um, you have um, 
different talent people actually uh, in the AV department. Just to mention uh, George Lund, uh, he's a really uh, talented producer, mm. and James Hare, uh, which has a project called uh, We've Been in Love. I know both of those guys. I'm a fan. Yeah, I actually listen to to his songs quite often because they they have these good vibes. That actually totally, was totally <laughs> helped me through the lockdown blues. Mm. And uh, also we have Dario Picchi, which has a really uh, interesting project called Sorry Up. Mm. Yeah, again, I feel very privileged because it's not that easy, like finding. Uh, work environment where people around you can understand what you're doing and you have uh, another layer of understanding between people and it's easier to bond and to work as a team yeah i'm, I'm with you there kindred creative spirits yeah <laughs> and one last question for this uh segment of the show uh just speaking about Shirley said uh, and we'll, we'll get into the Dio more in the next segment, but I, I'm just intrigued to know uh, if you could tell us more about Shirley Said, i.e. how you formed and what the, the goal was with the project, and, and <laughs> is it still happening? No, Shirley Said are um, uh, not happening right now since I started this solo journey, uh, kind of abandoned Shirley Said. I'm not sure if it, it's definitive or not. I you know i just like to let it flow and see how it goes mm-hmm. but how it started like yeah as i said very you know a long time ago uh back in italy with a bunch of friends and we moved together uh in 2009 in the uk <laughs> uh, dreaming you know with the dream of you know we're gonna we're gonna make it bright lights big city <laughs> Yes, we had we had this dream of London as a you know good uh, environment for us to grow up as a band mm. and uh, do more experiences. Maybe also because I was singing in English in in Italy, it was very difficult to find spaces where we we could express ourselves uh, freely and be appreciated a bit more. Mm. Yeah, so we moved together. We lived together as a band. We we were kind of a family, uh, if not a marriage. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I I I will say this: like a, a relationship is a band, and the only difference is the uh, the making music is. <laughs> yes. You know, the, uh... <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of miss that feeling of being in a band as a family, but at the same time, I think. I needed to to start something on my own. Um, mm. I've been um, there before. Yeah. You know when it's time to spread your wings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Awesome. Well, this takes us to our next segment of the show, something we like to call Let's Talk. And we're going to talk Dadio. And first of all, I think it's a very interesting name. So, uh, could you tell us what the meaning slash significance is of Dadio, please? Right. So, uh, Dadio is, to start with, it's my grandma's surname. <laughs> mm, nice. I think she's the most inspiring woman I met. <laughs> uh, 
And uh, at the same time, it has the uh, addio word, which in Italian means um, goodbye. Oh, I see. So I thought it was an interesting combination of meanings in there. Because the Dio project is like separation from a lot of things, including my my band, but also a new start. Mm. Yeah, under the influence of, you know, memory of my grandma too, somehow. (laughs) If it might sound a bit weird, but... No, I I like it. I like that a lot. (laughs) It's it's a goodbye and a hello in the same word. (laughs) Yes. It's it's potent. (laughs) And I, I've said it before in a previous episode, actually, that our grandparents really can inspire us in a way that no one else can. It's it's an interesting connection we can have with those. I know I have a deep connection with two of my grandparents, so I I, I like that a lot. It's it's cool. And uh, well, interestingly enough, I'd like to know because we're actually going to play a couple of uh, the Dadio songs uh, very shortly. But I, I, I'd be intrigued to know. It's it's somewhat of a difficult question for anyone to answer a lot of the time. But what kind of genres and what would you say is the sound of Dadio? Because I'm I'm picking up a lot myself from listening to it. Well, that's always a dif- difficult question. As you, as you know, it's very hard to answer, um, especially when you're talking about your own project. You never know what kind of music. If it's electronic, uh, I would say no, it's not electronic. It comes from songwriting. Um, so it has a lot of different influences. The bands I've been in, a lot of people have either had trouble uh, naming the genres or I've had trouble des- de- describing the genres. And in many ways, it just shows you're, you're really setting your own path. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, who knows? <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, I could say from, from listening to the, your two songs, I'd say there's a lot going on, kind of, you know, genre speaking. And I guess I'd, I'd possibly say alternative, slightly somber pop or something with electronic alternative rock edges to it but again it's uh who knows a thousand (laughs) people will say a thousand different things i find thanks i I will use that uh, in the future (laughs) just awesome (laughs) thank you yeah you're welcome because human beings we we can't help but have to label everything and give things a name like my band Feed the Wolves, a while ago, we just agreed to call it Epic Melodic Metal. <laughs> oh, and speak, there's the siren. Look, maybe turn the siren off, guys, and then you might catch them. <laughs> my other band, Butality, I just call it uh, Cinematic Metal. I just try and say as much in as little as possible. <laughs> Are they just doing a circle around the building? This is what it feels like. Yeah, I, I I find the goal is always to say as much as you can in as little as possible. That way, you've made a statement, but you you're making people think as well. Mm-hmm. Instead of you know like seven different titles in one, and it just feels like overkill. Anyway, uh, we're now gonna play uh, the two songs uh, currently launched with Dio whilst you're working on the album, and we're gonna play a bit of the first song which is a separation. So let's do that right now. I'm a ghost. I find places say yes to 
Okay, so that was a bit of a separation. And I can say, I find your style very intriguing. You like using distorted, quite dreamy, uh, evocative, I find, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Quite ethereal vocals. So if you wouldn't mind uh, describing your vocal style, if possible, please. <laughs> oh, right. thanks. Uh, well, I really appreciate your, your description. It's very hard for me to describe it, but I definitely like to work on distortion a lot mm. and to use very little reverb in general. So you have this dreamy, but at the same time, very uh, kind of a close-up feeling to to the voice which yeah at the end in these songs are very much at the front somehow mm. <laughs> no i i get that and i i dig it it's an interesting way i i i'm a fan of delivering things that are very personal and passionate in a slightly veiled way mm. so th there's a real kind of hazy dreamy sensation i find listening to you sing and also on a separation as well, I, I, I'm quite a fan of the deep synth because it's quite, uh, for want of a better term, quite potent. And I, I, I like listening to synth when it's really just, uh, just, just kind of powerfully in your ear. And it, to me, it just adds to that whole ethereal kind of force slash element. You know, I, I, I listen to this song and I'm thinking... I could really see this in like a 90s Tarantino movie or something, you know. Oh, and wow. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's a big compliment. Yeah. You're welcome. And I, I also really like the lyric. Now, forgive me if I've got it wrong, but I'm a ghost of many places I've yet to be. Is I don't know if I've said that right. Kind of, yeah. Um, I guess the, the, the lyrics are very much about you know, this um, concept of feeling at home and what feeling at home means. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I guess it has to do with my moving uh, from my country to, you know, a different place. And this this feeling of separation and displacement, uh, even after, you know, it's, it's more than... 11 years now uh, I've been mm. here but there is always this feeling of not belonging to uh, a specific place um, so this is what I think the song is about mm. and it's also about separation in general um, so feeling at home is very much related to the relationships you have with uh, people are not very related to the place, the physical mm -hmm. place where, where you are based. Yeah, I dig that. I mean, there's a classic saying of home is where the heart is. And I can tell you, I've, I've been in London 37 years of my life and uh, I still feel like an outsider myself, actually. There's something to be said about just kind of, I don't know, going with the flow and feeling vibes where they are. It's uh, yeah, that, that lyric just really jumped out at me because I, I found a lot of relatability and beauty in it. Thank you. And uh, yeah, let's go to the second song, which is called Leave It, and let's give it a whirl right now.
Okay, and that was Leave It. Now, my, my observations from this, which I find intriguing because it goes to what you uh, referenced earlier, there's a lot more experimentation on the guitar here, and uh, the synth is quite toned down. So that's already nice to listen to for the scope of variation. But yeah, you can I can at least feel the progressive kind of journey and the foray into playing the guitar as a whole. So if you wouldn't mind talking about Leave It, please. Well, Leave It, it's, <laughs> it's a love song, um, mainly. And it's about the idea we have sometimes of things when we look at them from afar and uh, what the difference is when we face them in, in reality. Rose-tinted glasses. <laughs> yes, but um, again, I think the old album and the old songs are very much love songs and, and very much about this um, feeling at home and looking for a place to be. Um, and Live It is definitely also uh, around that as well hmm. yeah i i like the sound of that i mean love is such a unifying uh experience and concept w w with pretty much everyone and it's it's interesting that some people kind of tend to forget that there are so many elements of love i remember with my second vitality album it was a concept album about the dark sides of love mm -hmm. because you know as human beings there are ebbs and flows and everything and so many disparate elements so i basically the point i'm making is i'm looking forward to hearing the journey of love in your album and hopefully seeing it in some kind of an avant-garde movie down the line at some point <laughs> yeah that would be would be great yeah i hope you know i'm i'm trying to take it slowly in terms of closing the album because i went through this phase where you know especially during lockdown we had much more time mm. uh, in a way and we, we feel like we have to do it you know you have to work on your stuff it's the main time of our lives right <laughs> yes exactly and there is you know this sense of guilt for not being able to do it at times um but i feel like i'm in a place now where i'm over it and i'm taking my time mm and just to make it right without rushing too much. Uh, I'm, I start mixing and it's very hard to define a date for the release uh, right now <laughs> because of everything that, that's, that's happening, but I would definitely go into press it on vinyl. Um, nice. Yeah. Yes, I, I couldn't agree more with what you're saying. I mean, I know that problem plagued me exponentially during the lockdown and a lot of uh, people close to me as well. This whole feeling of this is what your life has been building up to, this moment where there is no excuses, there's nothing else getting in the way, let's create, let's make. And I tried as much as I could to work on TKC and work on my music projects, Feed the Wolves, and also an electronica product as well. But, you know, no matter what, you still end up thinking, I'm not doing enough. I, I should be doing more. And it, and it's, it's, it's hard at times not to beat yourself up about it. And the fact that you're doing the production and the mix and mastering, that's obviously uh, an additional strain on you as well. So uh, kudos to you for doing it all yourself, basically, because it's not easy. Yes, I'm doing everything uh, in my, you know, studio room. 
um, not the mastering though. I will be sending the mix to some friends. They have a studio in Italy and they're helping me out with the mastering. Okay, nice. Yeah, but everything else is is just me. <laughs> cool. Yeah. And out of interest, does your home studio have a name? I hope it does because I think every home studio should have a name. Well, it doesn't really. Uh, it's just it's my it's my room it's my home uh it's where you know i spend most of my time it has a uh, everything almost everything that i need but it doesn't have a name yet <laughs> but now that you mentioned i will work on finding a name yeah awesome i look forward <laughs> to hearing what that name is i'm sure you'll come up with something cool for it and that concludes that segment and it leads me now to the next part of the show is a, a game, word association based, that we like to call Word Wonder. And basically, I'm just going to reel off different words, and I want you to say the first thing that comes to your mind. Now, there's no wrong answers, there's no right answers, it's just what you feel at that moment. So if you don't mind... Uh, <laughs> Are you ready to word wonder with us? Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, here we go. Music. Life. Gigging. Noise. Performance. Moment. Visual. Vision. Euphoria. Oh, that's a difficult one. Euphoria. Um, freedom. Mm, nice. Mask. Air. Home. Love. Sandwich. Ah, uh, sandwich. Sad. <laughs> depends what you put in it. <laughs> I like to throw people off with some weird ones. <laughs> Trailblazer. Guide. Nice. Diavolo. Attraction. Mmm. Alias. Fake. Mmm. Vision. Dream. And that concludes the word wonder. Okay, so final question. Where can we follow you on social media to keep abreast of all of your different creative products, please? Yeah, you can find uh, the the Dio project on Instagram, uh, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, and Spotify as the Dio Music. Uh, but you can find all the links to social media on my website, which is www.thediomusic.com, and you can find some uh, interviews there I've done and some music videos. And I hope you 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 enjoy it. Awesome. And we're going to put all of the links with the episode anyway. And just so people know, that's D apostrophe A double D I O. Thank you. Cool. And uh, yeah, that's basically the end of it, apart from the fact that uh, we'd like to have you on the show again. And if at some point, uh, I, I quite like the idea of collaborating musically with you. I, I feel like we could uh, come up with something interesting. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That would be great. Uh, we can also have you know, a little jam session and see how it sounds like. I'm sure it would be fun. Awesome. Let's do that at some <laughs> point. Okay, so 
without further ado, Julia Scarantino, thank you so much for being on the King's Court. You've been amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much again for inviting me. Uh, thanks. Absolute pleasure. Well, that was Julia Scarantino, and I'm sure you'll agree that was a fantastic interview. It was wonderful speaking to a fellow musician uh, and hearing about the process and the passions behind everything. So, yeah, we're looking forward to having her back on the show at some point and also uh, to jam at some point as well, which is very exciting for me. I, I love a bit of improv. And as always, we want to hear from you. Perhaps you'd be a guest. Perhaps you know someone who'd be a good guest. Perhaps you have a word-for-word word wonder. Either way, get in touch with us. We're at the King's Court DS on Twitter, Instagram, and Gmail. So reach out and touch faith. In closing, I just have some iconic words for you. It's just black metal, but I like it. Or is it? Stay safe, see you next time, and keep on trucking.